What's up, everybody, and welcome to the box score, the NBA or the box out boys recap episode. Who late night for us, but we have a NBA champion, the Denver Nuggets, baby. Eat Nuggets. Uh, what a sloppy game! <laughs> uh, wild start. Miami looked sharp, ready to go in the beginning. Denver makes a you know a, a furious comeback. Looks like they might blow this thing out, and then it was just a back and forth event pretty much the whole way through. Lots of missed shots. <sighs> Boys, let's get it started. Let's go with you, Chris. What are you thinking, man? What was your reaction to this game? What are your thoughts? I'm I'm shocked. That, I, I'm shocked. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. I'm shocked. I'm shocked in a few different ways. And the fact that, like, this was a pig fight, it was a mud bath, <laughs> and uh, Denver still came out on top. They lost the d- turnover battle for the second time in the series, and they still came out on top. Jimmy Butler took the ugliest three point I've ever seen in a desperate yeah. kind of moment where he still had a lot of time. And I was shocked by that. Bam out of bio was 18 of, had 18 points and nine rebounds in the first half, finished with 20 and 12. Shocked by that. Um, Max Struess looked bad. Not really that shocked by that, but uh, I thought I really thought Miami was going to win this game, even though because we were talking in the beginning, I was like, "Oh, Denver's got it," or yeah. you know. And then and then Miami came back. They won the first quarter. And it kind of they felt in control for a while, and they just let it go away. They did, uh, Joe. You got the Rockies hat on there. I see, I looking do. sharp. I do repping Denver. What what were your thoughts on this game, and what did you think? Uh, you know, was the was the key maybe. Yeah, I, I, Jeff Van Gundy said it like 17 times, I think, in the fourth quarter that they were just re- – the Heat were relying on the on the yeah. players to do yeah. too much. Uh, he said it a lot, and it was pretty accurate because I messaged the group and said, hey, is Jimmy going to shoot the ball here? Like, yeah. I, I wish I would have kept count the amount of times that he drove into the paint and jumped and then had to, like, twist around and try and find an open guy to make a pass. Um, this was another game I think that Miami could have won. Um, you know, nobody on Denver really like stood out in this game. It was just a, a, a good game for them. Um, but you know, Miami, I think fell back to what they were and Denver never flailed in what they were, which is the superior team. Um, and even like they were down in the second quarter, uh, going into halftime, like I thought they were done in the water, right? Their energy looked low. They did look like they didn't have it. Um, they came out in that third quarter and it was like a, a violently different team. It, they got that lead back super fast, um, and it seemed like they had kind of gotten their maybe their asses handed to them a bit in the locker room. Um, but they were they they were obviously the better team. They should have won. They should have won based on you know the entire regular season, <laughs> this entire series, the entire playoffs run. Um, it was wishful thinking that Miami might have had a chance here, but there there was really never never hope for them in this game. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm kind of with with you guys where it it you know it, just like you were saying, Joey. There was no hope, but it felt like there was moments where you you thought Miami could maybe steal this, and you're like, how you know is this uh, is this really going to happen? Are the Nuggets kind of going to blow this? Even if you said that third quarter, they kind of come back, they resecure the lead, but they still w- weren't in complete control. In, you know, into the fourth quarter, um, like, like you said, Joey, we, you were question whether that Jimmy was going to shoot. And then almost like he heard your text, he took over rattle off like 12 straight points, got Miami right into it. Almost brought him all the way back. Uh, the desperation three, Chris mentioned just a, not a very good shot. And then the, this, that terrible turnover where he passed it to KCP 
who had two steals yeah. and and three blocks. So that was his one turnover of the game too. Like, yeah, not know. the right time to have rough. it. Yeah, he did nothing all game, and then he chose to do too much at the wrong time. And yeah. I mean, he did he did the right stuff for three in a row, and then he just. Yeah, he finished with 21. He had eight points there in the fourth quarter before he kind of went off. Uh, Bam finished with 20, like Chris was saying. Lowry had 12, so big big points from him and big minutes off the bench for Lowry. Uh, Jokic, 28 and 6, or 16 and 4. So no triple doubles tonight for anybody. Uh, Murray didn't have it either with 14, 8, and 8. Broke his streak of 10 uh, assist games in the finals. That's too bad. Yeah, too bad there. Sure, he's gonna and, be bummed out about that. Yeah, and it I looks like too, from from Denver, um, the discipline from Gordon and Jokic, right? Both had two fouls in the first quarter. Yeah, we saw, we saw a few minutes of DeAndre Jordan in there. Gets a, gets a little claim, but <laughs> he had some nice minutes. Get a block. He yeah, did. Block. Um, but I mean, the discipline to, for them to not get into deeper foul trouble, right? Because that could have been in this game where Miami was hanging around. It was going to be it was going to be trouble. I feel like if they did get into deep foul trouble, um, I mean, Jokic ended with three fouls and Gordon had four. I mean, that's pretty impressive having two, yeah, with, you know, four or five minutes left in the first quarter on each of them. And Jimmy was driving, and and this was a fun game. The refs really swallowed their whistle, I think, on a lot of plays. Yeah, towards the um, end. They let them play pretty physical. Jokic and Bam got into it a few times, which was kind of fun to see. Um, but, yeah, this was kind of chaotic basketball tonight. It definitely was. I mean, it was weird because I was going to say, like, I, I couldn't tell if the refs were swallowing the whistle or not. I mean, early in the game, it, it felt like Denver was getting called for everything. But then that second half, it just felt like you could do almost whatever you wanted to do. There was that tussle with Bam and, and – uh, Jokic under the the basket there in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, and you could just like they're not going to call anything on that. They're just going to like let these guys play. It was crazy. Chris, what did you think of the uh, the the refs, the whistle, the calls? I thought the refs were pretty heavy into this game early on. <clears throat> I mean, especially the first two possessions for well, actually, this is the refs. This is more the Nuggets just turning the ball over um, and then drawing a, and then getting an offensive foul to start the game. But there was stuff like that, and it just it felt like. Miami was going to get this game because of the refs um, yeah, for a while extension. there. But then it didn't. And then the second half kind of switched. And uh, I think I can see, see why Joey's kind of more of the, uh, hey, the refs were fine. It's like, yeah, because like in the second half, it was kind of <laughs> they didn't, o- yeah. over. They didn't really do much. And they kind of let them play this ugly, this mud wrestling kind of game here. Pick fights. Pick fight. And you thought that would have really fight. benefited Miami. But in the end, you know, Denver came out on top. Uh they had no three-point shooter. I mean, like Lowry, Lowry did fine, but they, they didn't have that second guy. Caleb Martin, I thought Caleb Martin, I thought was looking really good. Yeah. Then I look at the box where he finished with ten points, <laughs> five rebounds. Oh, <laughs> but he had a plus thirteen, but like still, it was like kind of wild, like you know, yeah. You just think a low-scoring game like this that would favor Miami. Yeah. Like it just it's 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 weird, but like you said, they 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 regressed to what they were in the regular season, not able to win close games not able to get contributions from everybody at the same time. Um, but, I mean, no surprises. Jokic MVP. Yeah, I was just going to say, that was – he just got, just announced that there. Jokic MVP. What was the uh, – what do you guys have? Biggest uh, biggest surprise from this series or biggest uh, unexpected moment? Unexpected. Ooh. 
Well, this is. I, I mean, after game two, I called yeah. this as a sweep for the. So I just want to call that out there right now. I am a genius. No, because I've been wrong about so much lately. I'm kind of happy. I got you said this. five or six. But, uh, I said I said five. No, no, no. What do you what do you call me for that six? Like, hang on, no, hang on, did. hang on. You did, you did, you did. But uh, no, yeah. So I no, no surprises for me. I only the only the only surprises was Jimmy at the end. There, I was kind of disappointed with uh with that launch of a three pointer and his turnover. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have you know a specific surprise other than maybe just how good Jokic and Murray were in those first four games. I mean, obviously they they had a solid games tonight, but it wasn't anything crazy. I mean, the first uh, teammates to ever have thirty point triple doubles. You know, Murray going for the the first guy to start four finals appearances with ten assists. Like there's you know they're putting up some really historic numbers there in those first four games, and that was. I mean, I know those guys were good, but you know, I, I didn't think they were going to be historically good to start this um, finals out. So that was probably the biggest surprise for me. And then maybe for an individual surprise, this game is Michael Porter Jr. kind of having a, a decent game with 16, 13, and 3. So, you know, 13 boards. He was active on the glass, 16 points. He hit a 3 there that felt like the whole building took a, a breath. <laughs> that, felt like, that felt like the game, even though it made it 89, yeah. 86. It felt like, oh, it's over. Yeah, that was three. the one. When he hit the 3, it was kind of like, I think they're going to get this. And it was just, a, I don't know exactly when that happened, but it was those last couple of minutes. He hits that three and it just, it gave him enough breathing room. And he, he even turned and like looked at the crowd for a second and was just like, all right, got one. <laughs> yeah. The arms went to the sky and it was yeah, like, he held wait it. a second. Can I do this now? I think my biggest surprise was um, the, the, I don't want to call it like a downturn, but like Jimmy's play, I think for the entire series was not, what you expect, and you know, you kind of think about it too. Like going back to their series, like he had good games mixed in, but you wouldn't say that he had, you know, a great playoffs. Yeah, he's getting the the credit, but you know, they beat Boston. They didn't beat Boston on Jimmy's shoulders. They beat Boston on yeah, Boston team being down three yeah. zero, and then the team just being better. Um, I was I was surprised too a little bit by I. Chris called it out, but Bam's play in the first half. Um, God, he looks so good. Yeah. And then they just went away from it, which is just weird because it's not a thing that Spolster usually does. I think, you know, he would look at this game plan and see that it was working and kind of go after it. And Yeah, you know, um, Spolster really was kind of pulling the strings, I felt, a lot in the series, even though they weren't, you know, like really competitive as far as winning the games, you know. But I felt like in this this game in particular, there were some things I'm, you know, I, I, you know, not that a specific that I can even really remember to bring up as far as like a question, but just like, you know, not going to Tyler hero at any point, how much Lowry was, you know, kind of getting minutes. Yeah. He was playing great, but you know, not giving a guy that was maybe more, more of a shooter or more of a playmaker, to kind of help yeah. them out and kind of just sticking with Lowry. I mean, he made some great defensive plays and just got to say like that one where he tipped that ball from, from Gordon, mm-hmm. you know, that's just a, you know, a veteran play, headsy play, but I don't know. What yeah, think no, I think, I think it's a good call. Cause um, it was a moment. I think it was right at the end of the first half. They put in a uh, high Smith. Yeah. For like the three minutes. And it, it seemed like kind of a perfect moment to toss hero in there and say, Hey, get up, you know, one or two shots that point they were up like seven or eight and it was like 
hey, you know, get in there, see if you got anything. If it's working, maybe we give this some run. If not, then, you know, so be it. We're up seven and we can live without you. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, Max Struess was not playing all that well. I mean, he was cutting, he was being aggressive, but he wasn't shooting. Like, yeah, there was definitely a moment where I think there was there was a definite moment to put in someone like Tyler Hero. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, that was the big – kind of thing that came out about his availability tonight and he's he's available to go we, we were talking about it in our group chat before the game started so to, to not ever go to him in a you know a, a must win game i don't know yeah why make him, why yeah. make him available in a must win game if you're not gonna actually have him be available seems and i you know i don't know i i think hero's the kind of guy that wouldn't be afraid of that kind of moment either if there was like a hey you haven't played in no, X- yeah, kind of like, hero's re- gonna be ready to go you know that dude would have ripped off five shots in 30 yeah. seconds if you would let him right like if they got five steals in a row he would have shot a ball every time um yeah i feel like we're talking too much about the heat though yeah like, like losing this but i feel like maybe is, is that just a product of denver like like they don't they don't wow you right but they but they win with like very solid fundamental consistent basketball like when they move the ball and when Jokic and Murray are in their little two man game it's it's hard to stop yeah um, but like i don't know we asked the I, question i think like before the series started who was the better team and i tried to say miami and i i'm i'm changing that yeah <laughs> denver is certainly the better team team Denver's, I mean, they showed it that they were, you know, a great team tonight. I think maybe kind of the reason why we're focused here on on Miami is just I, it didn't really feel like Denver came out and won this one, to be mm-hmm. honest. I mean, it, it kind of felt like they hung on. I felt like they were really tight. I mean, the, the missed free throws, like you said, 10 missed free throws sure. is pretty wild. Like, this really should have been a comfortable win, um, especially with kind of how bad Miami played. But I think that's kind of the sign of of a really good team. That even when you're playing bad and you're not playing your best, you can hold that other team down, which they really did. I think the defensive, um, the, the defensive play of Denver really kind of messed with Miami's flow tonight and got them out of their rhythm. But it just yeah. it just feels like they they hung on enough. They and they did enough to win the game. Which is I think it's it's the absolute sign of a of a good team when yeah. you win ugly games. Like you didn't have to have perfection from these guys. Um and they were able to win. Because that's the wild thing too. I you know, as much as this was kind of a back and forth finish, I really I just kept f- feeling like all right, Denver's just gonna get this at some point. Like they're you know, they're gonna do enough. That I was waiting for Jamal to kind of have his run where he hits back to back threes or something, just kind of ice it, ended up being you know Michael Porter Jr. But <laughs> um that was kind of what I was feeling was coming. And, you know, it just, it just kind of felt that way. I think we're trying Jokic to hit Murray first due in NBA history to average 25 points a game, five rebounds a game and five assists per game. Damn. In a single playoff. That's wild. I mean, they really did have a historic run here with those two. It's crazy. It's I mean, crazy. Well, yeah, the dude the, the didn't play last season either. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, next season, way too yeah. early. Uh, way too I was early. Thought. Just about to do that. Can Denver? Can Denver run it back? I think they're going to be the odds-on favorite coming into the season. I think they should be. 
because there, there's really not going to be much change as far as their team goes. Um, and I, if we're doing a way too early predictions, I think we get Bucks Nuggets <laughs> next season. I think we get it. I, I, we need to have Bucks Nuggets. We need to, to have just, Bucks Nuggets to just find that clip and just have it as the like sound drop that we just hit repetitively. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I think they're the, got to be the odds-on favorites. I, I don't know a ton about their like contract situations, but I haven't heard anything about them really. I think Bruce Brown is the only guy that's up for um, a free agency, and I all the rumors is that he's going to sign. He just could possibly go get more money if he signs yeah. somewhere else. So he's a guy they could lose. But and if they lose him, I think they can find another ten points yeah. off the bench. I mean, they had guys that came in and did it for him when Bruce Brown wasn't it. So Christian, the other Brown. The other Brown. So that, Brown that's, the yeah. that was the, the trade they made too is for some low end uh, draft picks and people were saying for, for cheap contracts. So they're trying to yep. find guys like Christian Brown um, to help that's them come, come back next year. Yeah. Imagine that being a rookie going to the finals. Yeah. It? Um, is this the end of Miami's kind of, kind of run or are they going to kind of be hanging around? Hey, man, I think they're going to be hanging around. Maybe. I mean, we said that. We said that this year when they were, you know, didn't look sharp and and kind of can't, you know, limped into the the playoffs. But here they, you know, they were the number one seed last year. They made the finals this year. I, I, the Eastern Conference, I think, is going to be a little bit of a mess next year. Because in, in like a competitive mess or competitive just- mess, yeah. Like I, I don't think there's going to be a, a definitive favorite because I think, I think Milwaukee's getting old. You know, as as far as the, the guys they got, Middleton, what's he going to be next year? I, I think, but they still have Giannis, so there's always that. Yep. Um, the Celtics are a question mark now. I mean, right? They've Jaylen had Brown even stay. Yeah, Jalen stay. What's that team going to look like? I know Grant Williams is on the potential to be moved. Um, Marcus Smart, same thing. Some mm-hmm. guys might might be out. Uh, Philly, point. I have no trust in. So, well, and Harden might. Leave. Yeah, and Harden might be gone. And then Miami, so you know, and then all right, so Cleveland is the, are they next up? I don't think you have a team in the Eastern Conference that is your for sure team right now. So I have a team that's that's a for sure. In the oh, Eastern here Conference. we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just in the Eastern Conference. So <laughs> they are for sure in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they are for sure in the Eastern Conference. Um, sick hats though for the Champions Titus. You should get one. I think that's a Titus. Yeah, those look good. One. It's a dope hat. Yes. Oh, that is nice. I'm looking at it now. Well, yeah, have to... that was a good season. That was a good game. Those was good finals. Yeah, it was a great finals. I, I really, I really had fun watching it. I wasn't sure how that was going to be, you know, without the big markets that everybody was complaining about. But great finals, great performances from both teams. This is kind of one of my more favorite playoffs I think in a while. I think the Miami run was really yeah, it was, it was really fun, fun to watch. It was exciting to watch a team that came out of the play in and managed to do it. That was it was good. It was fun. It was very chaotic playoffs. You know, you had it was. LA going to the conference finals. Oh man, what a run. But and, and I mean, yeah, it's a good point. You think about the, the Lakers coming into the playoffs, like they were yeah. playing, like they were they were there. Like they were there. They had a knocking on the door. That's wild. The NBA is the NBA amazing. is a hell of a league, man. It's a hell of a league. <laughs> All right. Well, well I don't yeah, we I don't lost know. Chris. So yeah. So we I've, don't I think I, I think I've said enough. I've said enough too, Chris. Uh, not sure what's going on, but hope everything's all right, man. And uh, I think so. 
I don't know. We'll talk a little schedule here. We'll probably talk when we get off the air, but I think we'll probably take a, a week or two off here, reset, and start coming back with our our hundredth episode. Actually, Come back with our hundredth episode. That's right. So uh, you know, we got some off season stuff coming up too. Yep, off season stuff in the in the mix. I got some. Uh, I think I'm going to finally do it this year, guys. Off season. You're gonna you're gonna do the the uh, MJ LeBron breakdown. Yep, the case against Jordan, baby. That's my off season project. Jordan. Uh, you know, so here's my idea for it. I want to do it as almost as a true crime style podcast. That's why I'm okay. calling it the case against Jordan. And I might, ha- I might be multiple parts. I'm I'm kind of outlining it right now, doing my research. So can't wait. It should if be fun. A narrator, I, I will. Yeah, we need the script. We'll narrate. narrate. And then there was the Michael Jordan in the '97. Just I've already found some interesting stats. So this is great. Oh, look at he's back. He's back just in time as we're wrapping it up. Wrapping up? Great. Awesome job, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, Awesome analysis. Great year. Weird weird end of the finals. Uh, We may be able to get more deep dive into that. Oh, but later this week or next week. But yeah. Yeah, we're just talking about that. We'll we'll talk about off off air, but we might take a week or two off. We'll see. So come back with 100th episode. Well, all right. Until you hear us next time. Season three in the books, boys. Season three in the books. For Joey and Chris, I'm Titus. Until next time, box out.